from the Mercy One Studio. Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Bugnano every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio and online at iowacatholicradio.com or the Iowa Catholic Radio app. This is Monsignor Frank Bugnano and Thought of the Week. Thought of the Week. Today, uh, I'd like to have us uh, consider one of the beautiful things that Jesus gave the church. And that is when he appeared Easter Sunday night to the apostles in the upper room. He appeared to them, scared them to death. <laughs> First thing he says is, be not afraid, be not afraid. And they thought, oh, I'm, it's a ghost. He said, here, 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 look, look at my hands, look at my feet. Look, look, here, see, see the wounds? It's really me, it's really me. Uh, and he says, and then what he says is very interesting. It says, Jesus breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Well, breathed on them. It was a breath coming out of him, something inside, something spiritual, you might say, non-visible breath coming out of him to them, his own Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Wow. And then he says, why, do I, why am I giving you the Holy Spirit? Who sins you? forgive are forgiven and then like a good rabbi he he said it also in the negative who sins you retain are retained wow that was amazing and i'm sure they were amazed they were probably looking at each other saying is he talking about us you know <laughs> yeah who sins you forgive are forgiven who sins you retain are retained. And so that's why, for example, for the last 2,000 years, the church has had two sacraments in an adult who is, you got to be sorry for your sins. It's, it's not automatic. It's automatic if you're, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, and a reconciliation, confession, uh, which has had a very interesting history in the Catholic Church. It used to be, by the way, I took a whole course in this one time years ago, on the Sacrament of Reconciliation. Uh, in the early church, uh, by the way, it was called Second Baptism. <laughs> Why? Because it did the same thing. <laughs> so in the first century, the year 80, 90, 100, 150, whatever, you had, this, you had Second Baptism. There you go. Um, and the uh, interesting history, I won't go through the whole thing, but interesting history is that... Uh, at that time, up to about the 3rd, 4th century, you could only receive it once in a lifetime. How do you like that? So it soon became, you got it, a deathbed sacrament. I don't want to, I don't want to use my ticket up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to use my t- until I get right to the end. That's because I got one ticket. Um, well, then the church obviously recognized that, 3rd, 4th, 5th century, and then you began to, to get frequent... Uh, confessions, uh, and uh, one-on-one with a priest. Uh, and uh, and by the way, uh, every priest had a little booklet with him or a scroll or whatever, and it told him what penance he was to give for whatever sin. And, and these penances were pretty tough. For example, if I stole a horse, uh, my penance was one month in the monastery, something like that. I mean, they were very strict penances back then. Um, 
And then kind of as you got up into subsequent centuries, uh, of course, penances uh, became more realistic or whatever, and confession became more uh, frequent. Uh, And you could go to confession as often as you wanted to. Uh, In fact, it it got to the point where uh, people, like when I was first ordained a priest back in 1965, uh, we heard confessions every Saturday for two, three hours. Everybody went to confession on Saturday. Why? They wanted to go to communion on Sunday. Well, they didn't have to go to confession, most of them, but this was the practice that you go to confession before communion. Well, that um, that kind of uh, fell off, right, in, in the 1960s, 70s. Uh, uh, maybe people thought it was too old church. Maybe it was too mechanical. Maybe priests were like robots. You know, you go in, confess your sins, goodbye, you know. Uh, but today, uh, there's, a, there's kind of, a, of a, um, an increase in confessions today. And, and, and maybe it's because, well, the priest is not like a tribunal, a judge. He's more of a pastor, a healer, uh, uh, in the person of Christ. Uh, he's there to help you to get better, do better. He gives you spiritual, I, that's what I try to give spiritual direction to people. Have you, why don't you try this? Why don't you try that? How's your prayer life? Uh, and so I think like even the face-to-face option is, is more human. And updated psychology. That's right. That now we see that uh, someone who comes in and says, well, I got drunk again. Uh, well, I say, well, quit, quit, quit committing that sin. Well, hey, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Maybe it's an addiction. Maybe there's a thing called addiction. That's right. And so now we try to get the pre the person, obviously, whatever, to get some kind of therapy. They're not sinning because they love to sin. It probably isn't even a mortal sin because it's it's an addiction, is a compulsion. Um, so because of the fact that uh, it's more human, uh, we are more understanding of people's compulsions of their addictions. It's a better deal. And the sacrament does help people. It really, really does. People who have addictions, big, big help. And we're going to talk about that in a couple of minutes. I'm going to talk to you about a great doctor, Gerald May, who wrote a book called Addiction and Grace. Yeah. How does God's grace work with a person who is addicted? Well, well, what is addiction? How does it come about? Um, how does God's grace work with a person who is addicted? Hmm. Well, I'm going to talk about that uh, in just a couple of minutes, so stay with me. Monsignor Frank Bignano, this is Thought of the Week on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports on Iowa Catholic Radio is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. 
Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, CTI Ready Mix, for your support of Dowling Catholic Boys Baseball Broadcast. CTI Ready Mix has been serving Central Iowa since 2004 and has become a leader in Ready Mix concrete production. With 50 mixer trucks and locations in Johnston, Grimes, Elkhart, West Des Moines, and Carlisle, they are capable of supplying even the largest projects in Central and North Iowa. CTI Ready Mix, 1001 Southeast 37th Street, Grimes, 515-276-9567. Online at cti-ia.net. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Faith on Trial, provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. Information about Pharmatan and other products at ImogeneIngredients.com. Paul and Paul are members of St. Augustine's Knights of Columbus and encourage their brother knights to keep standing for their faith. And Monsignor Frank Bagnano, Iowa Catholic Radio Thought of the Week. We're on the Sacrament of Reconciliation. The point that I was making is that today it's much more human, you might say, that um, that when a person says, gee whiz, I, I've got a, 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 I've been drunk uh, all week, you know, whatever like that. Uh, well, you're, you got a bad habit, buddy. Uh, be careful. Uh, uh, sober up or go to jail. Uh, maybe you... You need to go to the hospital. You deserve to go to a hospital, whatever. Well, now God is good. Uh, through people like Dr. May, we understand the the process of addiction and how you get out of addiction. And amazingly, it's the same way as we do the Sacrament of Reconciliation. It is. Uh-huh. Yeah. The 12-step program developed by Dr. Bob Smith from Akron, Ohio, and Bill Wilson, called Bob and Bill, uh, is a 12-step program uh, that that uh, Bill got involved in. I've got these names straight here. Uh, yeah, Bill got in, in England. And it was, a, it was a, a group of men who got together who t- were trying to overcome some bad habits, and they would pray together. They had peer support. Uh, they would try to uh, encourage other to abstain from whatever their habit was. It, it, it was it was great. He kind of ran into it, and he said, "Well, gee, wait a minute. Uh, maybe uh, that Oxford group. Uh, maybe we can we can make something out of this. So uh, so let's let's try to do something like that. So well, anyway, he met Dr. Bob Smith, and uh, and they formed Alcoholics Anonymous." No more, you know, I will do it. No, no. It, now, I, I, with the help of my friends, with God's help, I accept the responsibility. Uh, I need to go to regular meetings, uh, and it'll help. You know, folks, this is no different. I'm thinking if you, be, if you became a Trappist monk, what do you do? You're in a community. What are you doing? You're sharing. What are you doing? You're trying to encourage each other to grow, to take the next step. Uh, that's that's what this is, and so 
that's where you have, uh, they wrote in 1938, Bill wrote what's called the Big Book, I have a copy of it, of the 12 program. And uh, from AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, the weekly group, uh, and you have a sponsor, someone who is calling you up, you call that person a one-on-one. This is, this is the church has been doing this for 20 centuries. It's called spiritual direction. Uh, and so uh, you have now you have like Narcotics Anonymous, okay? You have Gamblers Anonymous. You have Sex and Love Addicts Anonymous, 1976. So that's what you have. What's so beautiful in, in my perspective is how the 12 steps parallel exactly <laughs> the spiritual. The human and the spiritual go together. That's the one thing you know about all the sacraments. They're human. God used, used his son Jesus, became a human being. And that's why in the sacraments you have stuff like food, bread and wine, change into the body and blood of Christ. Water, cleanse me in baptism. Words, uh, I forgive, forgive my sins. Oil, always, oil has always been traditionally used for some kind of healing. Sacrament of, of the anointing of the sick. So, the sacraments are very, very human, and more, even more so today, because now we know more about the human psyche. It's great. And so, for example, in the 12-step program, I'll kind of try to walk through these with you if, you if you'd like me to do that, the 12 steps. I'll just kind of go through them and show you how they parallel the church. In fact, I, I had heard somewhere that uh, when, Dr., uh, when Dr. Bob Smith in Akron, Ohio, began to develop this, there was a nun at the hospital there. She had a hand in showing how confession, telling, you know, working up to your sins and admitting them and getting help is like is a sacrament of, conf- sacrament of reconciliation. That's what I understand. This nun had a hand in the development of AA. So, okay, step number one, we admit our powerlessness over this addiction. My life has become unmanageable. You know what that's called? Examination of conscience. Honesty. I admit I'm powerless. Woo, that's a mouthful. Okay, that's number one. Step number two. I believe in a power greater than myself to restore me to sanity. I believe an act of faith in God, the higher power. There's a power greater than myself that can restore me. Oh, woo place myself in the hands of God right there. Step number two, I believe in a power greater than myself that can restore me to sanity. Step number three, I make a decision to turn my will and my life over to the care of God as I understand him. I make a decision. I make a decision to do this. Folks, that's really big big because God gave us a free will. God will never, ever force us to do anything. Why? You can't force love. You can't force commitment. No. No, no. He made us free. So that third step, I make a decision. I choose to turn my will and my life over to the care of God as I understand God to be. That would, of course, you know, Muslim or whatever their concept of God, other other religions, all right, no problem. You know, we understand as Catholics, as Christians, uh, we have an understanding of God is love, God is good, He is present, He sent His Son, He gives us the Holy Spirit, etc. 
So step number three, I make that decision. And step number four, I make a searching and fearless moral inventory of myself. Examination of conscience, again, humility. I make a searching and fearless inventory of myself. And I've had people do that, come to me, uh, haven't been to confession for 20 years. I say, tell you what, go home and you make a list and on it, come back and go to confession and we'll tear up the list, but make that honest inventory. We'll be right back to uh, on the Sacrament of Reconciliation. What is the best gift ever? Well, some might say a Catholic education, and I agree. But if you think you can't afford Catholic education, think again. Apply for CTO and you could receive up to half your tuition for kindergarten through 12th grade. More information is online, ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. This is Dr. Rigorendi from The Doctor Is In. Okay, I'll confess. Years ago when I was asked to be on Catholic Radio, I peremptorily said, uh, no thanks. And then I realized the power of Catholic Radio. As I got emails and letters from folks who have come back to the church, whose families converted, whose lives were made better, it's training for the troops. It makes better Catholics, better Christians out of the folks who listen, and then they go out to transform the world. Your gift works to make a difference for you. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscaping. Learn more about Five Sons Naturescapes at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by the Des Moines Law Offices of Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred, double D, Haas, double A, fredhaas.com. Monsignor Frank Bagnon, we're talking about the Sacrament of Reconciliation and how it so parallels AA, Alcoholics Anonymous. Why? Because it is human. These are human steps. And uh, so we went over our 12 steps, of course, the 12-step program. Number one, we admit that we are powerless over this addiction uh, and that my life has become unmanageable. Number two, I believe in a power greater than myself that can restore me. So there you go, act of faith. I make a decision to turn my will and my life over to the care of God, an act of faith. Hey, I'm, t- I'm moving toward God. Hey, this AA, folks. Uh, number four, I make a, a, a fearless inventory of myself. I Now I start really going into, you know, what are the good things I've done, the bad things, who are the people I've hurt? Whoa. Okay. Then number five, step five, we admit to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. What is that? That's called confession. <laughs> I admit to somebody else. Okay, I got it on paper in front of me, but I got to tell somebody about it. Ooh, I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I've had people who are not Catholic come to me. I'm in, hi, 
Monsignor, I'm an AA. I've gone the four, four steps, and now I'm supposed to admit to an, another human being. I want to tell a priest because I know you guys can't say anything about what people tell you in, in, in this in the sacrament of reconciliation, even though it may not necessarily be the sacrament at that point. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything. So they come to a priest. There you go. <laughs> it's called confession. Number four, number six. I'm ready to have God remove all those defects of character. Okay, God, start in. Yes, I'm ready, Lord. I'm open. Hey, it's called that's called prayer. Prayer. I humbly number seven. I humbly ask God to remove my shortcomings. I humbly, Lord. I'm reason I'm saying humbly is because I can't do it. Without you, I can't do. It. You can do all things. I will do my part, Lord, but do your part also. I will do my part. I will not stop at uh, Tom's Tap on 6th Avenue on my way home from work to catch a quick beer. No, no, I'm, I'm not going to go by Tom's Tap. In other words, I'm going to do my part to get rid of this alcoholism. Okay, so I humbly ask God to remove my defects of character. Number, number eight, I make a list of the people I've harmed and are willing to make, I'm willing to make an amends. Oh, I've really hurt my wife. I've really hurt my husband. I've really hurt my mom. I've really hurt so-and-so-and-so. I'm going to make a list of these people. Ouch. It's all right. It's okay. That's it. Uh Uh-huh. And then I make direct amends. I write him a note, talk to him. Hey, I'm real sorry what I did. I've done. I'm working on it. Asking God to help me. But I, I need to, I need to, reconcile. We need to be one again. And then uh, uh, step number nine is make direct amends. Number 10, continue the personal inventory, admit wrongs immediately. So I keep this up. I, I, I keep keep making that little inventory. Maybe I'm discovering a few things I didn't know before. Uh, and if I see that I'm being a little mouthy, a little proud, a little arrogant, a little greedy, a little selfish, I admit it immediately. I, I, I'm that way. That, oh, that's so good. It's so humbling. God loves the humble but resists the proud. God gives grace to the humble. God resists the proud. That's number 10. Number 11, through prayer and meditation, improve our conscious control with God to know his will and the power to carry it out. Daily prayer, ongoing healing, through prayer and meditation. That is, pick up the Bible. Read a passage. Ask yourself this question. What's this passage saying to me or about me? It's like a mirror. Someone said the Bible's like a mirror. It's like a, looking into a mirror. So, yeah, daily meditation and prayer. At least I tell people, well, they say, I don't do any praying. I say, fine, okay, got it. Here's what you do. Start with five minutes a day. In a same time every day, same place, hopefully. Five minutes a day. Why? I'd rather have them do five minutes a day for 30 days then 20 minutes a day for two days, and then they give up. Start slow, let it increase. Prayer and meditation will improve my conscious contr- consciousness and give my control to God to know his will and the power to carry it out. Know his will. Don't stop at Tom's tap on the way home. <laughs> That's his will, okay? Number 12, share this process with others and practice these principles in all my affairs. And to share the process with others many times means I'm going to try to help somebody out. And that's why in AA you always have a sponsor, someone who is now they want to reach out and help you. Yes, part of this thing is reaching out to help somebody else. I am healed when I help you. 
I'm helping you to be healed, but at the same time I reach out, I'm helping, I'm helping myself. So yeah, so that's what we do. The 12-step program, uh, if you want a great book on addiction and how it works with God's grace, there's the book Addiction and Grace by Gerald May, M-A-Y, Dr. May. Uh, it's called Love and Spirituality in the Healing of Addictions. Love and Spirituality in the Healing of Addictions by Dr. Gerald M-A-Y May. It's the name of the book, Addiction and, and Grace. And he's got some, it's wonderful. He goes into what addiction is, how it happens psychologically, subconscious, all that type of thing. And then he goes into God's grace, how God touches a person who has an addiction, how the addiction begins to, how, how grace begins to work and begins to heal them. So that's, that's a, a great uh, reference for you. Addiction and Grace by Gerald May. So God bless you. Let's take advantage of that wonderful sacrament of reconciliation. We go through these steps, all of these 12 steps. Honest to Pete, it's just like going to a theology class on the sacrament. They're perfect. They line up perfectly with what we've been doing in the Catholic Church. And I think it, uh, it helps us to be more humble. It helps us to trust God. Trust God in such a way, as St. Ignatius says, Trust God in such a way that you never fail to do your part. But do your part in such a way that you never fail to recognize that it is God alone who is at work. Do your part in such a way that you know God is doing his part, is making it work. Monsignor Frank Bignano, Iowa Catholic Radio, Thought of the Week. Join Iowa Catholic Radio every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. for Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Pugnano. Listen online at iowacatholicradio.com or on the Iowa Catholic Radio app.